there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's a Wednesday, hour one. Come on in, stay a while. Coming up in a little bit, we'll talk to Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs' tight end. Merrill Hodge, former NFL running back and a very, very sharp draft expert. We'll talk to Hodge. He'll join us coming up. And he has one quarterback with a first-round grade this year. But that won't stop teams from taking quarterbacks Probably five quarterbacks selected in the first round tomorrow night. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Our stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We have you covered for Mother's Day, all taken care of. And uh, go to the um, website, danpatrick.com. Sign up for the newsletter. In the newsletter, available today at 6 Eastern, You're not going to want to miss out on this. Great products, phenomenal prices, and uh, we were able to partner with some people. I'm getting some gifts for my wife, and we thought if we could pass on the savings to you, then uh, go to danpatrick.com. I think you'll be really happy later on today with the newsletter. This program brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. Do something pretty awesome, and that's sign up for the Discover Credit Card because they're going to do something special. Cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. You can see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock or listening on our 390 radio stations around the country and growing. 877-3DP-SHOW. Tyler standing by to take your phone calls, emails, tweets are welcome as well. Basketball last night. I did not watch. I did see the highlights. I did see Ice Trey Young hit a 30-footer, beating the Celtics. And the person who loved that shot the most, Joel Embiid, because Joel Embiid gets a few more days to rest before the Sixers play the Celtics. But give credit to Trey Young. He knew that the Celtics, up by one, were thinking that he was going to probably take it to the hoop and go for two points. Trey pulls up and goes for three and hits the game winner over Jalen Brown. Uh, So Nuggets, they close out, and uh, so do the Suns against the Clippers. We'll talk about the Clippers coming up in a moment tonight. Knicks and the Cavs, Lakers, Grizzlies, Heat Bucks, Warriors and the Kings. For entertainment purposes, only DraftKings has the betting lines. The Knicks are getting five and a half. The Lakers are getting four. The Heat getting 11 and a half. And the Warriors are favored by one and a half in Sacramento. Don't know about De'Aaron Fox and the injury to his shooting hand with a fractured finger. Last report was he was going to try to play. In case you're wondering, over under for LeBron James tonight, 27 and a half. Over under for Dylan Brooks tonight, 12 and a half. He better do better than that. He better do better offensively because he hasn't done that well defensively. That brings us to the Clippers, rest in peace, 
2019, L.A. was caught up in an arms race because the Lakers, they were ready to compete with they had LeBron and Anthony Davis. The Clippers reloaded. They got Paul George at Kawhi Leonard. The expectations were lofty. But that star pairing has played in just 142 games together. When healthy, and that's a big if, because it always feels like we're saying that every year, the last four years, boy, if they were healthy, well, they're not. This is the fourth consecutive year that Kawhi and Paul George struggled to stay healthy, and now the Clippers are at a crossroad. What do you got? You got them for one more year than a player option in 2024. Rest of your roster can also be free agents in 2024. I mean, it's nice to have Terrence Mann and Norm Powell. Ty Lue's a really good coach. But Steve Ballmer is going to be moving into that new arena 2024-2025. You'd certainly like to have a competitive roster there. Maybe you need to change in the front office there, but watching the Clippers this entire series, and I did think, even with Kawhi healthy, that they could beat the Phoenix Suns. With Paul George, I thought that they would definitely beat the Phoenix Suns because it's a deep roster, really good coach, but you can't keep these guys healthy. Certainly Kawhi. Now, can you trade him? Who's going to want Kawhi, knowing that you're going to get him maybe for 60 games? Maybe. And keep in mind, there was load management earlier this year, the, the entire regular season. So you could have him for the postseason. Even with load management, he wasn't able to go. They had the fifth best odds to win the title this year. Fifth best. But it's all based on a what if. If they stay healthy. Well, they didn't, and they don't. And Paul George is a wonderful player. Uh, both these guys are you know, going to the Hall of Fame. Certainly Kawhi is. But you're trying to keep up with the Lakers with AD. Now, Anthony Davis has been injured, but you still have LeBron. And now, if I would have told you three months ago, the Lakers are going to be the team that's going to try to compete for the Western Conference title. Instead of the Clippers, you would have been surprised at that. But here we are, the Lakers going into Memphis tonight, and the Clippers are going home. Yes, Paulie. I don't think the Clippers get enough criticism as a franchise because you know, they're lovable and you know they're the second team. They're not even lovable. They get less criticism for losing than the Lakers get criticism for winning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When the Lakers win, they get criticized for not doing it the right way or LeBron did something weird. And this team hasn't won 50 games since 2016. But you know what? If people cared about the Clippers, then they would be criticized. The reason why the Lakers are criticized or constantly under the microscope is how popular they are. That's it. If LeBron played for the Clippers, oh, they'd get criticized. Absolutely. But, you know, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, nobody cares. I mean, they're nice players, but there's no pulse to that. Like, oh, my God, we got to go watch the Clippers. The Lakers, I mean, that's the most popular team in town. That's why, they, that's why they're under the microscope. And everybody has to have an opinion, a take, hot take, and, and nobody has that with the, the Clippers. Yeah, see. But why don't they, or, I mean, maybe they do get the pass for, you know, if they were healthy, yeah. they would be a great team. It seems like, you know, for some players – always being injured is seen as like a personal failure. Whereas with other players, it's like, man, it's too bad that guy was hurt. He could have had a great career. Well, I feel like we look at Kawhi and we know that there's something that is there. Whereas Anthony Davis, the injury finds him. And it could be, you know, he, he seems injury prone. I think Kawhi is, this is who Kawhi is the rest of his life. He's going to have, you know, these injuries. I mean, he's going to load manage the rest of his life with these injuries. But, you know, Anthony Davis, it just feels like, uh, can he stay healthy? And, it, and it's a variety of injuries there. Kawhi is playing hurt. Anthony Davis gets hurt while playing. And I think that's the difference here. Yeah, Paul. I, I've always thought that Paul George gets like this historical hall pass for his... Well, he had a traumatic And that injury. was a while back, and that was with USA Basketball, right? Yes. He was volunteering to play for our country, and he tore up his leg. He, he cooled off as a player after that. He was like... 26 a game. Yeah. And then he kind of cooled off. So I think he always gets a hall pass. And always, and sitting next to Kawhi Leonard, he always gets less criticism because Kawhi is Mr. Yeah. Load Management. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Steve Ballmer is building that new arena. You want to have a competitive product. You may not have either one of those players. Can you rebuild? I don't know what kind of tra trade assets you got here. Yeah, Seton. 
But like, you know, like, yeah, Paul George had a catastrophic injury. It's not shocking that he's not the same player after that. Yeah. You know, we don't look at Grant Hill and be like, man, that guy sucked. Like, no, he had, had injuries. You know what I mean? The injuries took away his his career. Yeah, but his injury, is it related to what he did before when he was playing for Team USA? Kawhi's injury, is that's been there. I mean, that's why he load managed. That's why he got, you know, San Antonio moved on from him. What he did in Toronto was phenomenal. Yeah, but when we're looking at Paul George, we're like, he's not, he's not a good enough player anymore. Or he's not the same player. It's like, yeah, he, he got hurt. Now he's not the same guy. We look at other players, and it, we look at it, it's like, man, it's too bad that injuries took away that guy's greatness. But other players, while they're still doing it, it's like, what's this guy's problem? Why isn't yeah, he great again? But I don't think we look at Paul George the same way we do Kawhi because Kawhi's won championships. Paul George, what's he done? He's been a really good player and an all-star, but there's nothing about him that you go, hey, that guy's one of the greats of all time or the greats of his era. Kawhi is. And Kawhi's done it. And that's why I think we look at Kawhi and know that he, next year, what's his over-under going to be? 60 games. Paul George, if he's healthy, you would think might be able to play 70 games. But I already know Kawhi's not going to be able to play. I'm assuming Paul George will be able to play. And I think that's why we look at them differently. Kawhi is already injured going into next season. Uh, Poll question today. What do we have, Seton? Well, we could start with the Clippers if you want. Mm. Should the Clippers move on from Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? But how do you move on? That's I. It's nice to be able to move on if you can move on, but I don't know if like the Washington Wizards are going to take both of them. I mean, hey, this car, this sports car I got, it's broken down. It's got a bad engine. You want it? That's sort of the feeling I have with the Clippers. In and the old days, the Knicks would. The Knicks would buy your used oh, sports yeah. cars. Yeah, uh, and they'd overpay for it. Um, and I thought Russell Westbrook played really well. So I can't can't knock him. He played really well. And, you know, his numbers are really – he was like 27, 7, and 7. And, and he – he plays hard, and he seemed to fit in with those guys when everybody was healthy. It's just nobody's healthy. Yes. He so have they hit the point in their careers then where you think they're more like better served as the third guy in rather than being? If I could get Kawhi as the third guy in, yeah. I would take him. I just can't get him in to be the third guy in. And Paul George can still be a good Second, uh, you know, he can he can be a B to your A. Yeah, Paul. I looked it up, and Kawhi is Hawaiian for he who only plays 50 games. Okay. I was sitting on that one for like five minutes. Wow. <laughs> I felt good about it. I would have sat on a little longer. <laughs> he who only plays 50 games. <laughs> Ritzy? He is, he is I saw something similar. I just Googled it. So a similar uh, explanation. Yeah. Great. You and Fritzy are on the same page. Yeah, Fritzy back. Yeah. Translation translation. You're looking to Todd to bail you out. That's how bad that joke was. You actually turned to Fritzy for I, help. I, he I, only plays 50 games. I thought you were going to slow it down like Todd does, whatever he over-enunciates. 50 games. Kawhian. Uh Yes, Todd. I have a question. Are we somehow sometimes less sympathetic towards Kawhi, besides the fact that we want to see him play and he's always hurt because his injuries are so mysterious dating back to the Spurs days where even coach Popovich seemed impatient and angry with, we don't know what his deal is or when he's going to play. Ask, answer, ask. I kind of did that. Just yeah, now. you did. Is that how you feel? Usually that's what happens. I feel that you're, way. You're, you're passive aggressive with these things. That like, bothers me with Kawhi because especially because it dates back to the Spurs days where even his own coach and players weren't sure day of game, if he was going to be available. You go back, he had a quad injury, right? And then, remember, uh, he went to, like, New York, and he had his own people looking at him, and, you know, he and Popovich were estranged. But I I don't think he doesn't want to be out there. And I, I think that that's probably maybe a public viewpoint of him. Like, come on, get out there. But I, I think he wants to play. When he does play, he... What were we talking about after game one of that series? Oh, my God, did you see him against Durant? He was unbelievable. Statement game. And he can't play. But I do think, I don't think there's any of that, oh, he's soft, or he quit on them. It's not that. I think he wants to play. He can't play. But I don't know to what degree. He doesn't talk. He doesn't do interviews. You're not quite sure about anything with him.
Yeah, Paul. I would love to have this dude on the show for 20 minutes. On my list of people I would like you to have 20 minutes with, Kawhi Leonard would be. But I don't, he's got to be willing to talk. I know, but if he did the interview, I know what we could do. Yeah. And and like guys like Belichick I want, but I really want Kawhi Leonard. See, I don't know if Belichick will be good unless he wants to be good. Right. It's like Tiger, Tiger's been on this show many times. Sometimes he's fun, sometimes he's not. Uh, but you have to be good. But, you know, when people say what makes a good interview, the person you're interviewing is willing to let you, you know, talk to them and they'll a- answer questions. Now, Derek Jeter had been on, but didn't say anything. You have to have that open forum where you can ask questions and you know, you're going to get answers. That's what makes a great interview. But I'd love to have Kwai on. I'm curious about him. But the whole injury is going to be there. You know that going into next year. He's not going to be 100% the rest of his career. Paul George, I'm hopeful that he is back to where he was during the regular season. But that roster is getting older, and the clock is ticking. Because they thought, you know what? We quietly have a better team than the Lakers. And they did at the beginning of the year. And they quietly disappeared from the playoffs. Again. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about uh, the NFL draft rumors, and uh, we'll get to phone calls as well, settling on our poll question. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. Get into the NBA playoff action. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet, score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. But you have to make sure you download the app now. You sign up with the code Patrick. So Patrick is the code only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And if you look at the uh, NBA lines for tonight, the Knicks are uh, getting five and a half against the Cavs. The Lakers getting four against the Grizzlies. The Heat getting 11 and a half against the Bucks. And the Warriors are favored in Sacramento by one and a half. Make sure you go to uh, DraftKings Sportsbook and make sure you use the promo code Patrick. Fritzy, 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms of DraftKings.com slash football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. 
Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Play of the day coming up. Phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Devin Booker went for 47 last night. He had 25 in the third quarter. Uh, Kevin Durant added 31. As long as they stay healthy, that core, they can win the West. And they're probably favored to win the West. I know that you know Denver is the higher seed there. And I, I watched a little bit of Denver and you know, Joker didn't play well at all. He had a triple-double. He didn't play great. But if I'm Minnesota, and you made that big deal where you gave, what, four first-round picks to Utah for Rudy Gobert, mm, Gobert will go home. He's just, I, I don't understand the logic. You know, Carl Anthony Towns, so you got two big guys. Carl Anthony Towns uh, can play on the perimeter. Uh, I do like Anthony Edwards a lot. But you guys bowed out quietly. And uh, you, know, you start to look around and you go, all right, where do we fit? Because they're not Memphis. It feels like they're, they're a Memphis wannabe. Like they have that young potential there. I just don't like the Rudy Gobert signing. And I have nothing against him. Because people are like, why do you always bring up Rudy Gobert as one of the more overrated players? Well, because you had to have a center on the all-NBA teams. And Rudy Gobert, since there's no centers... Rudy Gobert would be, you know, second or third team All-NBA. And that's why I said to the commissioner, it's a positionless league now. What is LeBron? What's Luka? And what are their positions? What's Anthony Davis? What's Durant? Like, you can go down the list here, and then you, you were recognizing and honoring Rudy Gobert because he played center. And not many centers in the NBA are guys who want to be designated center. I mean, Anthony Davis is a center, but he doesn't want to be listed as a center. And we've seen this down through history because you wanted to be, you know, a small forward or you wanted to be a power forward so you could be on that first or second team all NBA. Or am I going to be a point guard? You know, what's Steph going to be? Well, or what's LeBron going to be? Wait, is he a two guard or is he a three? And, and that's where I had a problem with Rudy Gobert. And yes, he's a rim protector. Okay. But I don't want to give up that those assets to get Rudy Gobert. Yes, yes, Marv. Yeah, centers have just become a thing of the past. I remember DeAndre Jordan, I think, made an all-NBA first team one year. <laughs> I was like, I like DeAndre, but first team? Yeah. Trey Young scored 38 and had the go-ahead three with just under three seconds to go. In the, um, the last 60 years, there's seven players to have at least 35 points, 10 assists, and consecutive playoff games. Uh, Dame Lillard, Michael Jordan did it twice, Kevin Johnson, Jerry West, Kobe Bryant, Oscar Robertson. That's some pretty select company there for Trey Young. Woo! of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Yes, Paul? Quick Devin Booker question. You can take your time. Is he underrated or properly rated? Because I think people, he's rarely called one of the great players in the NBA. He's kind of, he's always called one of the great scorers in the NBA. Is that fair? I hear more scoring because scoring is obviously his thing. He's averaged 25 or more for five seasons. What are his other numbers? 25, he averages 28, four and a half rebounds, five and a half assists. 
Okay. Nice. Those are nice. Nice numbers. Do they get lost in the triple-double era that he doesn't get those? Well, I think we want to see you do it on a big stage. You know, deeper you go into the postseason. Even at Kentucky, he wasn't necessarily a star at Kentucky. He didn't even start at Kentucky. He was sixth man. And then he always, I always loved him because he had a great looking jump shot. But I didn't know how that would translate to the NBA. Can you get your shot? Are you going to be sort of a catch and shoot guy? But he gets his shot. And, and he's a, you know, this series, he was wonderful. Yeah, Marv. I think he was underrated when the Suns were bad. I think he was scoring, he scored 70 at Boston and they lost that game. Yeah. But it was like, did you see Devin Booker? Yeah. And he would be a guy that, that would get snubbed for all star teams and all that because the Suns weren't good. I think he's properly rated now because the Suns are really good and he's still putting up those same numbers. But how is he rated now? Really good player. <laughs> okay. But wh- like, where is he in the pantheon of he's not Dame Lillard? Right? Is he a step below Dame? Or who's above him when it comes to doing what he does? Maybe Scoring. as a position or just a score? I guess position. But is, he's not a point guard. He's a two guard. Because you've got Chris Paul. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, he didn't start much at Kentucky. He only averaged 10 points a game as a freshman. Some of the people taking, taken ahead of him, Trey Lyles, Justice Winslow, Frank Kaminsky, Stanley Johnson, Emmanuel Mudaye, Willie Cauley-Stein, Mario Herzonia, Jalil Okafor, some of the luminaries taken ahead of him. He had two teammates taken ahead of him. That's right. Lyles and Willie Cauley-Stein. And Carl Anthony Towns with the first pick. Three oh, teammates. Yeah. Three teammates. One, what a team. Wow. Mm. I still believe in Jalil Okafor. I loved his oh, offensive yeah. game. <laughs> I'm sticking. Sure thing. We had him on the show. We loved the guy. Oh, I know. Didn't remember when we had uh, Hasim Thabit on? That was a tough one. That was not a good interview. He called us from an elevator. Yeah, I'm thinking, why are you on the phone? The phone connection's terrible, and I don't even know if he wanted to do the interview. I think it was like, hey, we can get a little publicity in Memphis. Here's a phone. Talk to this dude. And I'm like, what am I doing on the phone? This isn't good. Yes, Mark. I just heard all those players' names from Kentucky. That's another great Kentucky team that didn't win the national title. <laughs> Uh, but they made a lot of money when you talk to Coach Cal. Billion dollars. He, he always tells me, do you know how, many, how much money they've made in the NBA? Uh, yeah, a lot. They didn't, they didn't do anything in college. That's your job. And then he says, you know, there's a documentary where Coach Calipari says, my job is not, it's basically not winning championships. It's getting these kids ready for the NBA. Now, that sounds great. For the players who are going to come in for one year, that doesn't sound great for the alumni. They're <laughs> like, wait, your job's not to win championship? No, I got to get these kids ready for the NBA. Yes, yes, Seton. I wonder uh, when you're like sitting around in your $29 million mansion, how much time you think, man, I wish I won more in college. <laughs> no, you Cal- know, that, that Calipari w- is the one who should. The players don't care. Man, I just, the one thing, I just wish I got that one. Do you, think, do you think John Calipari sits around? in his $10 million home in Lexington and goes, God, I should have won more titles. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he probably does. He should. He probably does. Man, how did we not win that (laughs) I know. Yeah. But, you know, he's good. I, 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 I agree with you with the players. I don't think there's anybody staying up at night going, God, in my six months in Kentucky, we didn't win a national championship. Where's the butler? Come here. I need some more champagne. Where are the shorties? Come on in here. Yes, Mark. He should feel worse about the 08 national title game and all those free throws missed. Who should? John Calipari. Well, he didn't miss them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Blame the coach. And, and you know what? He probably could have shot better than his team at the line. Yes, Todd. you got to recruit guys that can hit free throws. Thank That's you, Todd. Simple. Thank you, Todd. I think it's a passing thought with Cal Perry that he didn't win more titles. But then once he goes with those stats of like, I've had 723 first round picks that have made $46 billion in their NBA career, then he's fine with that. When you mention that, I can't help but think they're that good. They've made that amount of money and you didn't win more than one championship. That it just, it, it kind of illuminates or exacerbates the fact that they, they're, you know, Kentucky's like the Atlanta Braves. Where you go, God, you got all this talent. How many, how many World Series did you win? One. 
Hall of Fame pitchers. Great team. One title. Campo. Some people say that about the Packers. What was it? Is it 40 years or you know, 30? Two titles with, uh, so Rodgers and Favre. So that's close to, what, 37, 38 years, maybe? Always competitive, always relevant. Okay, do we look back uh, and say what should have been or disappointment? You have two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and you have two Super Bowls. Not too, not too harshly because they each have one, and one is one checks the box for your entire career. Yeah, you'd like to have more, but yeah, you don't look at it like, oh my god, what a disappointment. I would say the last six years with the Packers seemed to have been less threatening than they should have been. But they they would go to NFC title yeah, games. They, they went thirteen, fourteen. They, they would host the NFC title game, and now it feels like this is a legacy. Uh, move here. Aaron Rodgers is going to do what Matthew Stafford did with the Rams and Tom Brady did with the Buccaneers. At least that's the feeling, certainly with Jets fans. And it's not, hey, uh, we got to make the playoffs. It's it's a lot big. It should be a lot bigger than that. If I'm a Jets fan, it's not, hey, we got to make the playoffs. You almost made the playoffs last year. You were on your way to making the playoffs. Yes, Todd. And to take the Jets a lot farther than Favre ever did. I'm sure that would be another little feather in his cap if he can pull that off. I don't know if that matters to Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't think about how people compare him to Favre and who was better. We had Tom Silverstein on yesterday who actually picked Favre ahead of him. Well, he said Favre did more with less than Aaron Rodgers. And he's been covering the Packers, and he covered the Packers with Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers gets introduced today to the uh, Jets and the media uh, at 2 o'clock. Yes, Paul? I think... Rodgers had more great seasons than Favre. Favre had more seasons where he gave it up, you know, and had more interceptions. You know, I'm talking regular season. It's almost like Favre looks better in the distance. You know, the gunslinger, it was great. The good times with Brett Favre. Mm. And Aaron Rodgers has been a little bit of a, a difficulty for Green Bay Packers fans the past four or five years because there's drama around him and they weren't in the Super Bowl. If they're in the Super Bowl, no one would talk about any of the things around Aaron Rodgers. Not locally. They wouldn't care. And I think in four years, they're going to really miss this guy. How many franchises have been treated to two of the top 10 quarterbacks of all time and a span of almost 40 years, and they got two Super Bowls to show for it? I don't know if there's any other comparison here. You know, the 49ers had Steve Young and they had Joe Montana, but they won five titles. It could have been the Colts if Andrew Luck stuck around. You know, I know there are ways away from it, but Andrew Luck was going... Yeah. A nice direction. Yeah. But these guys lasted over 15 years with the same franchise. Yes, Eden. But shouldn't that really, like, history look at the Colts as underperforming? Uh, well, they lost a Super Bowl with Peyton. They won a Super Bowl. And Andrew Luck, well, they, they didn't surround him with an offensive line. So he had a $100 million quarterback, and they didn't have a good offensive line. And they let him down. They, they failed Andrew Luck. I mean, I get that you're sort of uh, playing in the Tom Brady era, um, but ultimately you had Peyton Manning and Tony Dungy, and you got one ring out of it. Yeah. That's yeah. it's not exactly stellar. Yeah. But did Rodgers have that one team he couldn't get past? Because the Colts had a hard time getting past New England. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers, like, you know, what what was the team mm. that had his number? That nemesis. Yeah, I don't know if he had that nemesis. He had an easy division. Although you can say that about Brady and the AFC East, but Rodgers had an easy path to get to you know five or six wins just against division rivals there every year. Yeah, Paul. I think what really bothers Packers fans the past handful of years is home playoff losses. Yeah. yeah. When they have it, they're thirteen wins. It's cold. It's ugly. And the, the Niners didn't the Niners win without scoring an offensive touchdown? I believe so. <laughs> and Jimmy Garoppolo did yeah. almost zero. Yeah. Yeah, that game. But it, all he does is win. If you ever see when sometimes they play back <laughs> games on NFL Network and they compress them to like an hour. Yeah. If you rewatch that Packers 49ers game, like how in this game are the Niners going to win? Because they've done nothing for yeah. four quarters. Yeah, I know. I know. We have a, a quarterback game that we're playing today. Oh, it's so much fun. And it uh, has to do with 
where we think these quarterbacks are going to be drafted by the the now is it the pick or the team? Dan, let me recap the okay, rules of this game because this is Paulie. Paulie came up with a game that nobody else is playing. No one's picking where guys are going. <laughs> no, in the draft. no, especially the quarterbacks. Yeah. Do you we, think we're supposed to predict where the quarterbacks go and the pick and the team? Yeah, we're not mocking it. We're just drafting. well, wait, because I picked teams. I didn't pick that. That's you know this guy's going number two overall. I pick where he's going to end up. Right. Not, then you did a correct answer. Okay. You, okay. Oh, I so did it wrong. If a team drafts a quarterback and trades with another team, you got to pick the team he's going to. So okay. Bryce Young is going where? C.J. Stroud where? Okay. Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, Hendon Hooker. Those five guys, you pick the team they will end up on at the end of the draft. Okay. Not the team that picks them and then trades them another place. Right. You get 10 points for each correct Whoa! pick. Oh! And Friday we'll give out the winner on the air. Mm. We'll reveal our picks okay. later today. Okay. Man, it's going to be so exciting. Stay in your car. And then you got uh, Will Levis. The world Le- is definitely wondering where I have them going. Yes. <laughs> See, he's got Will Levis. What? He's going fourth? No way. <laughs> DraftKings will change the odds. Yes. Unless I nail all five. Why and then you, you, quarterback just, just put it on Reddit and then, you know, just put anonymous there. Right. right. Anonymous Danette. So I guess there was a posting on Reddit. And it was anonymous, and it said, Will Levis is telling his family he's going to go number one overall. And that changed the betting odds. And people were betting on Will Levis going number one overall. I just can't imagine. And I did reach out to a source this morning. I said, you got to help me. He said, he texted me before we came back from commercial break. He said, it's all smokescreen. Even Will Levis at four to the Colts is a stretch in his opinion. I said, okay. But... You're trying to tell me Carolina traded up with Chicago to get Will Levis. Not buying that. I mean, even trading up to get Bryce Young, to me, is you know a little bit of a stretch as well. I, I don't think there's any guaranteed great player in this draft at that position. I, I think there's the potential for a lot of these guys, but there's nobody. I mean, think about next year. This is why I wouldn't go crazy and be trading up. You got Caleb Williams. You got Drake May, uh, the Washington quarterback, Michael Penix. He's going to be a top 10 pick probably, maybe top five. Why am I going crazy this year when I know that the quarter, all three of those quarterbacks I just mentioned would go higher than these quarterbacks this year? Houston's not going to be great next year or this season coming up, I wouldn't do anything crazy. If you don't love the quarterback, don't take the quarterback. Can you trade out of that pick? You know, Carolina's going all in on Bryce Young. Good. Go all in on Bryce Young. What are the Colts going to do? You're going to go all in on Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud? I'm not sold on any of them. That doesn't mean they won't develop, but... I would, I would look at next year, and I know next year's quarterbacks always look better than this year's quarterbacks every single year. But by all accounts, Drake May, you know, Penix, and Caleb Williams would, be, would have a higher grade than all these other quarterbacks. Maybe Bryce Young would be in there somewhere in the mix. But those three quarterbacks are better than these five quarterbacks. And that's why don't go crazy this year. Next year is when you want to load up and try to get one of those guys. Yeah, Paul. The Houston Texans have two first-round picks, their own next year, next year's draft, 2024, and the Cleveland pick. Another interesting team that has two first-round picks next year, the Bears. They have Carolina's pick, mm-hmm. which should be top 10, mm-hmm. and their own pick, which mm-hmm. will be top 10. Top 10. <laughs> and so if Justin Fields doesn't work out, dun, dun, dun. Okay. back to you. Okay. All right, let me take a break. Phone calls are coming up. And play of the day is next. Well, PXG has done it again. They've just released the new cavity back players irons for elite level players. The latest 0317CB players irons designed for players who want the ultimate distance control, workability, and a touch of forgiveness compared to the traditional blade. Small workable club face, and that design increases the player's control over the club face. Solid body design limits face movement and produces a high 
high spin rate performance. All new PXG irons. You can blend them in your set. For example, elite players may want the 0317 STs, the gap wedge through the 7 iron, and then 6 through 3 irons in the 0317 CBs. They've thought of everything for you. They spare no expense, and you're going to love just how great these clubs look and how they feel. Visit pxg.com today. Find the nearest PXG fitting location to get custom fitted. pxg.com. Nobody makes golf clubs the way they do, period. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs so you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Trey now brings it across against Jalen Brown. Trey in the middle. Fires the three. Bang! Trey Young just hit it with 1.8 to go. And the Hawks take a two-point lead. 119 to 117. Trey Young has just stunned this crowd, folks. Trey Young has just stunned Boston. That's courtesy of the game, the Hawks radio network. Trey Young, and they were down by one. Jalen Brown is guarding him, but guarding him a little looser, thinking that Trey is not going to take the three. 
And uh, it was a long three. It was 30-footer, but uh, he bangs it home. He scored 60 points in the fourth quarter so far this series. That's matching the most by any player in the first five games of a playoff series. You have to go back to 2006 when Gilbert Arenas had 61 through the first five games of a playoff series. That was the Eastern Conference quarterfinals. That's your play of the day brought to you by the great folks at Discover. Discover credit cards. They do something awesome at the end of your first year. Automatically double all the cash back you've earned. Doubled. Cash back from trips and restaurants. Check out the terms and see for yourself. Discover.com slash match. I had a couple of uh, friends in L.A. who sent me a tweet. Said, uh, you were saying Russell Westbrook played well in this series. He didn't play well last night. No, he did not. He did not. He was 3 of 18. But overall, the contributions he gave you. And and look, he's not a difference maker. But, okay, I'll put it to you this way. He's at least out there playing. Every single night, and, and and it matters to him. He does care. Does he get in his own way? Absolutely. But he's going to give you 40 minutes. He'll give you whatever you need. Sometimes he gives you things you don't need, but he did play hard for you. And at least he was available. Yeah, Paul. Who would be tougher Who? to have on your roster or better to have on your roster? Russell Westbrook or Kawhi Leonard? Co- complete opposites. People don't like Russ's game, and he's always there ready to play. Well, this goes back to when the Lakers got Russ. I didn't like the move unless they were going to bring him off the bench because he would play and he would always be available, but there would be times when you would watch him and you go, I don't even know if he knows how to play. But then there's other times when he will put up great numbers and play hard. I would rather have Kawhi because I I know what I get with Kawhi, good and bad of his availability, but when he plays, he plays at a higher level than Russ does. And I feel like if I ever got in the position where he could play in an NBA Finals, he could win another championship for you. I don't think Russ could by himself. A couple of phone calls in here. Drew in New Mexico joins us on the program. Hi, Drew. Morning, fellas. Morning. Morning. I wanted to say thank you guys. I rarely get to listen to you live. I usually have to listen to the podcast as I'm driving back and forth. Um, so I just wanted to tell you, I miss you guys on your week off. I love the, listening to the idiots talk about music and school lunches. Uh, it really just brightens <laughs> up. Well, uh, and one, thank you. One quick thing. Last night we were watching the, uh, the Suns game and, my girlfriend hasn't watched the NBA in quite a while, so it was showing a shot of Russell Westbrook with the sponsor logo on the front of his shirt, which is honey for that team. And she goes, they're allowed to put their nicknames on their jerseys now? <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Drew. Hey, honey. Well, I, You know, if I'm Russ, I'd rather have that than uh, Westbrook. Yeah, just call me honey. Thanks. Uh, Tom in North Carolina. Hi, Tom. Hey, Tom. Morning, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think you'd answer my question uh, just a couple of minutes ago about a franchise quarterback, um, if there was one in the draft, because the local market for Carolina is pretty ex- uh, excited about it. But um, since you did answer it, uh, I was going to mention um, you were talking about college eras or college coaches that probably needed more uh, – Championships. I was thinking about maybe the Dean Smith era or the Bobby Knight era should have produced more championships and maybe get your opinion on that. Well, Knight got three. I think we always looked at Dean Smith and said, all that talent, and he got one national title. And that was with Michael Jordan, you know, hitting the last second shot there. Uh, or did he have two? Um, oh, they, they, did he win it with um, the Chris Weber timeout? Was he was he coach of uh, that team, Eric Montross? Is that right? Okay, yes. He... Are we uh, maybe looking at it backward though, too, to where we're not we're talking about how coaches only got one, mm-hmm. or should we be appreciating how difficult it is to get one? Okay, but if you're one of the greatest coaches of all time, you got Dean Smith had the most wins of all time, and you've had some of the great talent to come through there. I would expect that you would get at least 
two national titles, maybe more. Bob Knight had three, uh, had a perfect season. You know, John Wooden ruined it for everybody. It's like, uh, well, yeah, but John Wooden won 10 in 12 years. Yeah, he did. Um, but I think if you're going to be in that stratosphere, greatest coaches of all time, yeah, you've got to have a couple of titles to show for it. Yeah, Paul. Which would be harder, going to the NFL Hall of Fame as a quarterback or a coach without a Super Bowl ring? I, th- I think Marv Levy of the Bills is in the Hall of Fame, correct? Yeah. I'm almost sure of it. Is Bud Grant Bud, in the Hall of Fame? They're both 0 for 4. Yeah. But you get credit for appearing in yeah. four Super Bowls. And you should. Right. Yeah. What Buffalo did is not going to happen again. They went to four Super Bowls. Yes, they lost four consecutive, but they went to the Super Bowl four consecutive years. Yes, Mark. I think time has been kind to the Bills because they're in there like the 70 Steelers are in there. Jim Kelly, Bruce Smith, Thurman Thomas, and James Lofton, Andre Reid. I just named five off the top of my head. And the coach, Marv Levy. So I think time has been kind to them for what they accomplished. Is there a more talented team that didn't win a Super Bowl than Buffalo? Uh, I threw out the, the early 80s Chargers teams offensively. Yeah, but Buffalo had yeah they'd ever Bruce, Bruce Smith, you could say, is the greatest defensive lineman of all time. Reed and Thomas. Yeah. Uh, that, that offense alone was pretty incredible. I mean, the Vikings had a, a really good team. I just don't think they had great quarterback play back then. They didn't have great running back. Chuck Foreman I loved, but they had like Dave Osborne, I think. A uh, couple of good receivers. But they were known, you know, purple people eaters for their defense. One hour in the books, two more to go. Back after this, Dan Patrick show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I, mean, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.